Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. This week's episode was a last minute idea. I teased it in the last episode. I had a different topic planned, but then I had a paralegal reach out to me on Instagram and it inspired me to do a special episode dedicated to M. I don't know the full name, just the initial M, but if you're M, you'll know this one's for you. Here's what M wrote. I love your podcast. I have recently stumbled upon your podcast while searching for paralegal help with continuing education and truly am appreciative that I found it. I listened to the last five episodes and knew I needed to start from the beginning. The information was just that good. Oh, I love it. Then M went on to give me some background in how M got started as a paralegal and the work and all that. And then M wrote, thank you again. I can't wait for every Monday morning. I have to tell you that direct messages and podcast reviews like this, they're what motivates me to keep this podcast going because it's not easy getting all of my other work done and coming up with a topic every week and a topic that lines up with the mission of the podcast to give you guys actionable strategies to help you fast track your careers. Well, in response to my message, back to M, then M wrote, a good topic that I'm not sure if you've already covered because I'm still listening from the start would be preparing for trial. My associate attorney and I have several trial dates coming up for 2024 that would be so helpful to navigate those with confidence. Well, M, this podcast episode is dedicated to you. Now, I can't do a podcast episode that covers every single thing about trial prep because I do have a course on it. The trial prep boot camp covers it in detail, and it's about five hours. You can just Google the words trial prep boot camp, and it should come up first in your search results. But I do think I can give you some tips here to get you started. And especially since you said the trials are in 2024, you'll have plenty of runway which isn't always the case. You also have plenty of time to take the trial prep bootcamp course if you want some additional help on preparing for trial. The biggest lesson I learned that I want you to hear about and hopefully prevent you from making the same mistake is that you are the manager of the evidence. That's your role when you're a litigation paralegal going to trial. As the manager of evidence, That doesn't mean that you have to memorize what every exhibit says. I want you to think bigger picture here. As the manager of evidence, your job starts the minute you get the notice of trial, or in some cases, that's the minute the attorney knocks on your door and says, hey, can you help me out on a trial next week? Okay, maybe that's something we talk about later. (laughs) I don't want to scare you, M. So why doesn't this start at the very beginning of the case when all this stuff is coming in through discovery? 
Well, technically it does. And that's what I teach in the litigation boot camp. The reason why I'm not starting at the beginning of the case is because, as most trial paralegals will tell you, sometimes you don't get the luxury of having worked on a case from the beginning. Sometimes an attorney literally stops by your office and says, I need help getting ready for a trial that starts in a couple weeks. If that hasn't happened to you yet, give it some time, it will. Maybe not as bad as that, but I'm warning you, be prepared for it. Even though M says the trials aren't until 2024, let's say we've got a trial in a month or two. How long you have for this pre-trial phase, whether it's two weeks or two months, during this time, you are the evidence manager. And when you get to the courtroom, you are the evidence manager. Let me explain. Well, and the best way to explain might be with a quick story because I'll never forget my first trial. You won't either. But here's why I'll never forget it, even though it was 30 years ago. First, it was only about four months into my very first paralegal position. That's why I remember it. And second, I remember I took notes all throughout the trial. That's what I saw the associate doing. That's the advice the other paralegals who'd gone to trial told me to do. Take good notes. So I did. Unless, of course, I was busy doing whatever the attorneys asked me to do. Like, go make copies of this exhibit. Side note, back then, you had to bring rolls of quarters for stuff like that, like copies. Or go call tomorrow's witnesses to remind them what time to be here. And I'd be asked to do other things like find a particular exhibit, um, make calls to vendors, that kind of stuff. But in between those things, I was taking good notes. It's funny, I don't remember what I was writing down on all of those yellow legal pads, but knowing what I know now, I'll bet I'd have a good laugh at what a 20-something brand new paralegal thought was important enough to write down at trial. Fast forward, still at my first trial, it's the last day, and the judge is giving us a break before we start closing statements. The partner comes to me and says, which exhibits on our exhibit list didn't make it in as evidence? I want to be able to enter those into the record before closing statements. I must have looked at him like that meme of the cat with all of its hair standing up straight and his eyes bulging out. You've probably seen that meme out there. I must have been looking at him like that because he immediately said, you haven't been tracking? I'm like, tracking what? And he said, which exhibits were entered into evidence and which ones weren't? There's no way around a big blunder like that. I said, no, I didn't know I was supposed to be doing that. Yeah, big fat lesson learned on that one. <laughs> As you can imagine, that never happened again. I went on to have so many more trials in my career, and I feel lucky that I did. With each one, I learned a lesson or two and then improved and incorporated those lessons into the next trial. That's what I put in the trial prep boot camp, all of the things I wish I'd known when I was starting out. There was at least one lesson learned in every trial, but my biggest lesson was that first trial. And the one I want to pass along to you in this episode, M, and to all the other litigation paralegals listening to this who haven't been to trial yet, or maybe you have been to trial and felt like you were kind of floundering a little. As the trial paralegal, your most important role is to be the evidence manager. 
Let's unpack that and see what it means at different phases. I want to start with the end because that's really the most important phase when you're in the courtroom and you're the evidence manager. First, keep in mind that evidence is not just the trial exhibits. Witness testimony is evidence. Testimony that comes in at trial through deposition transcripts, that's evidence. Demonstratives are evidence because they're a summary of what's in the actual exhibits. As the evidence manager in the courtroom, it's your job to find the evidence the attorney needs at any given moment. Whether that's a witness that's needed on the stand to testify or you're reading a deposition transcript into the record or you're pulling up a demonstrative on the big screen. All of that plus finding the trial exhibit that the attorney needs. That means you need a system in place to be able to find all of that evidence on a moment's notice. There are lots of ways to do that, either with technology or manually. Every trial paralegal has their own preference, and they know what works best for them in the attorney they're at trial with. Now, you might say, well, I'm not a trial paralegal yet. I don't know what the attorney wants. That's where communication has to come in. But just stick with me for the big picture, and you'll see what I mean. So it's not just finding the evidence that's needed. It's also tracking it during the trial to know what got admitted as evidence and what didn't. This is because the jury and the judge, they can only make a decision based on the evidence that was admitted. Let's say you've got 100 exhibits on your trial exhibit list. Many of them are on there, usually out of an abundance of caution, because if they're not on the trial exhibit list, they generally can't be used at trial. So let's say 10 of those 100 are never introduced as exhibits. Those are easy. But you could also have another 10 that the attorney introduced as an exhibit while a witness was on the stand. The other side objected to it, and the judge sustained their objection. So those 10 were introduced, but not admitted as evidence. The jury can't use those to decide the case. You could have another 10 exhibits that the attorney introduces as an exhibit, but for whatever reason, the attorney never goes through the rest of the formal process of asking the court to admit the exhibit as evidence. The jury can't use them to decide the case either. So now you're down to 80 exhibits out of those 100. You, as the evidence manager, needs to know at all times what the status is at any given time. All right, now let's look at the evidence manager during the pretrial phase. First, let me define what I call the pretrial phase. This isn't when you're in the middle of discovery and depositions. The pretrial phase is when you've received that notice of trial and you're doing things pretty much every day, getting ready for trial. So you're drafting the trial exhibit list, you're drafting the trial witness list. This pre-trial phase, when you're getting ready for trial, this could be anywhere from four weeks to four months out. As the evidence manager during this phase, you're going to be identifying and organizing those trial exhibits. You're going to be drafting the witness list, maybe working with an outside vendor to prepare the demonstratives. And during that time, the attorney is going to be preparing witnesses for their appearance at trial and doing all kinds of other things to get ready for trial too. Do you know what the trial attorney is not going to be doing during this phase? 
They're not worrying about how to organize the exhibits or what the best way would be to put together the witness prep notebooks. And this was another big lesson I learned going to trial that I want to pass along to you, Em. The attorneys are absolutely not thinking about how to organize things or how you should be doing things. They're spending their time trying to figure out what evidence they need to win the case and how they're going to get that into evidence at trial. They're spending their time strategizing and researching the law to make their arguments so that they can win the case. The reason I tell you this is because as the evidence manager, you shouldn't wait, you shouldn't ever wait for the attorney to tell you this is what you should be doing. They're not thinking about what you should be doing as the trial paralegal. They're thinking about how can I win the case? The best thing you can do is to figure out a system for organizing that evidence so that you can easily get your hands on it when the attorney is prepping for trial and send you a Slack message that they need XYZ. I can't tell you how to organize the evidence because it's really going to depend on so many different factors. The biggest one being what the case is about. Let me give you an example. If it's a case like a medical malpractice or a labor and employment dispute, then it makes sense that the evidence might be presented chronologically and therefore the exhibits would probably be best organized chronologically. On the other hand, if it's a contract dispute case, maybe it makes more sense to be organized around the issues or the clauses in the contract that's in dispute. The thing that's most important, regardless of how you organize things, how are you going to find the things you need? In a big case with 3,000 exhibits on each side, you're never going to memorize all of them. You just have to know, how do I find them quickly? One last piece of advice I have for you as you're getting ready for your first trial. There is no such thing as a paralegal who is too proactive. I've never had an attorney complain to me that their paralegal was too proactive. This is especially true when you're getting ready for trial. Remember what I said about the attorney, what the attorney is doing during this pre-trial phase. They're thinking strategy and how to win the case. If you wait for them to come tell you what to do, it's going to be right before they need it or the minute that they need it. Don't wait for them to assign tasks to you. Instead, put together a sort of trial prep checklist and go to them and say, this is what I'm going to be working on this week to stay on top of what we need for trial. Can we talk about it to make sure that I'm on the right track? And, you know, I would add here along the right track and the things that you're doing, one final piece, getting ready for trial, is that there's never as much time as you think there is. And especially knowing that yours aren't set till 2024, even if your first one is January 2024, you still have plenty of time. Don't fall into the mistaken belief that you have plenty of time because you will run out of time as it gets close to to the trial. So you really want to start scheduling some of those things now. Maybe not the trial exhibit list and things like that, but there could be things you could be doing now, just slowly checking them off a little bit each week or a little bit each day because inevitably what's going to happen when you get down to like a week or a few days before trial, 
whatever you don't have done at that point, it's not getting done because you're going to be too busy trying to support the attorney and questions from the client and getting together things. Maybe, especially if it's an out of town trial, forget a few days, like that's a week out. So start budgeting some time right now to do some of those small things instead of letting them wait till right before the trial starts. As you gain more experience and get to know the attorney's preferences, you know, it's going to be so much easier, I promise you. And so I hope that you go into this first trial knowing you got to learn the attorney's style. But as long as you keep these things in mind that I talked about today, most especially be the evidence manager and be proactive. All right, one final thing. If you and the listeners, if you haven't seen that new strategy guide that I put together, it's at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash strategies and grab a copy. It's not for trial prep specifically, but it is for new litigation paralegals. So you'll get a lot out of it. All right, Em, I would love to hear in 2024 how your first trial went. I look forward to it. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.